This is Housebound. I'm Chris. I'm Holly. I'm Ashlyn. I'm Greg. And you're invited. I remember that it was really awkward when we did this yeah. last time live. Yeah. We were just, just bouncing waiting, along to everything. Waiting. Is it my turn to talk? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Housebound. Uh, this is a podcast we made like oh, two years ago. April 12th was when we released trailer number one for the mm. first season. So we're just, just, we're recording this just ahead of the two year anniversary, wow. I guess. Um, but we, we made the podcast because. We were a little bit lonely. Yeah. Uh, we were separated. We were isolated. We were housebound. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to chat with each other. And we wanted to talk about just life with each other and still be in communion with each other. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this was like, this podcast was the way that we decided to to go about doing that. Or as I came to later understand, was the way that I decided yeah. to go about doing it. <laughs> and you, are, you all three were just like, yeah, yeah, we're good with that. We're, yeah, sure. If Chris wants to do yeah. a podcast. It's Chris's we'll, we'll world. Chris we're all podcast. living in it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you just, have all the expertise for this. We're just all the guest stars on your own podcast. It's, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, if, if Greg would have been like, great, I want to start a podcast. I would have been like, awesome. I have an iPhone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to do it live? I mean, you can yeah. record podcasts on your iPhones or from your phones nowadays. But yeah. uh, this is episode 50. This is our 50th numbered episode. So thank you. thank you for coming along Golf with clap. me on this yeah. on this trip. <laughs> on almost exactly our two-year anniversary. Just about. If we yeah. were a human, we mm. would be walking. Oh, Whoa. two years. Okay. I was like, at 50, <laughs> I would hope like, you'd be walking. but <laughs> Maybe you stopped walking at 50. Uh, two years? Yeah. Two years, yeah. 52? No, so. just two. Oh. <laughs> so, and soon we'll be flying. <laughs> What? <laughs> from walking straight to wings. Those inspirational from crawling wings. to walking to flying. Like that's the that's the transition. Who needs to run or drive a car? Yeah. Just grow some wings. Yep. <laughs> well, just all confidence over there. Uh, as as you listeners can clearly tell, we don't take ourselves too seriously at all on these podcasts. But uh, I did just want to like acknowledge the fact that we've been doing this for two years and um, this like you've had season one was just week after week after week. I think we just did like 25 episodes within like a 30 week period because we kind of came up with the idea a little bit late and just crushed them all out. Season two, we had them spread out a little bit more. Season three, you're getting more better episodes (laughs) uh, for the more better season. And for that low, low price. <laughs> of of uh, free. Of, yeah. of, of free. And tingling, having to wait. Tingling in your earbuds. A month between episodes. Yeah. Thank you for waiting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like 50. And, and we've done other episodes. Like we do the Christmas episodes. And we've had a couple of like bonus things. And so it's probably closer to like 55 or mm-hmm. something like that. I'm, I'm really happy that we got through 50 episodes. It makes me feel accomplished. Um, mm-hmm. it makes me feel like I stuck with something for a while and are you I've, leaving us Chris what yeah this sounds like and a, now I am like announcing my retirement that's all for me yeah. thank you yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> without me. Chris we're gonna talk about fungi some more yeah <laughs> that's true Chris he is a fungi um, <laughs> oh I was looking at the analytics <laughs> for. <laughs> I was looking at the we analytics. Need that noise for both of these boys. 
uh, I was looking at the analytics for the for the podcast, and I was really hoping that by the time we were recording this episode, we would have gotten to uh, 1,500 plays across all platforms. We're still stuck at 1.4K, so 1,400 and oh, so some. Close. It doesn't show us kind of where we are in there, so I'd like to think that we're really, really close to 1,500. <laughs> Um, so, but, th- but that's exciting because, because we kind of marked those milestones when we reached 500 and then we reached a thousand mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. sometime soon I expect we'll reach, um, 1500. So thank you for listening and, uh, commenting and taking part in our giveaways and our shenanigans. And yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say other than. Like this Goodbye. has been this has been fun. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, no, we're gonna be doing this till it fizzles out to nothing. Well, that being Until said, we get in a fight and we don't like each other anymore. Yeah. Uh, I do, and and some people have been asking me about it, and I was like, yeah, it's, we're doing our third season, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. Um, Are you famous? That's what I get asked. Are you famous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, are you famous? Not very well. Do people know oh. you? Oh. Some person in Lebanon does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might have clicked the link accidentally. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We'll never know. Please don't tell us. Yeah, maybe they're trying to learn English. <laughs> it's not going to help them listening to our podcast. <laughs> Listen to us talk over each other. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, some people have asked me, like, oh, how long are you going to go for? And, and I was like, well, the way that the ep- the way that the seasons are are kind of not heading but like the way that we've structured them and and given that I'm kind of like the the driving force in the background of it which is which is like totally fine it's not a knock on any uh, any of us I'm just if it's if it's up to me Mm -hmm. I can definitely see that we kind of finish off this season and maybe that's it but like the world is opening back up and we're we could just no just we were (laughs) housebound and now we're house found house found. <laughs> I, I mean like we we don't ha- it's, 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 we, we might found a house. It, just, it just feels right <laughs> just the way interlacing fingers do yeah. okay all right um maybe our logo the home needs will to always change. be in our hearts <laughs> i i don't mean that we'll never record episodes again or anything but like the just the way that we've been structuring it and we've made the amendments to do more episodes or episodes more more better spread out so that they can be more better uh <laughs> not more episodes but not more episodes more better there's more episode episodes. per episode yeah. the ratio of episode to episode um, <laughs> our episode in an episode is is larger but um just just because like we are getting busier with things in our lives and and like things are changing and we might talk about all the fun changes that are happening over this year in the next episode or two in fact that would be really fun be what, and, like one of those youtubers who was like and now we take a pause for our normal content for a life update <laughs> I've, i do not watch those kinds of youtubers yeah. <laughs> who does you're gonna have oh, to and you ma- did a youtube channel that was just you putting on makeup in uh 2000 mm. and like 15 you had life update videos and makeup oh. videos oh that's just just full of drama yeah yeah yeah, but your life update is like I was in a car accident and they filed. Can you believe they it? Filed. <laughs> it's almost as if it was your fault. Yeah. yeah. Oh heavens. Yeah. Um. But if it hasn't become obviously clear to any of you that have been listening for any length of time, we 
I think there's maybe been like one portion of an episode or maybe one full episode where we'd like really tried hard not to like crack any jokes specifically, but <laughs> didn't succeed. I'm assuming. But we, no, <laughs> no. It, it, and it was just like, we, we just can't help ourselves uh, going into an episode and, and just not taking ourselves too seriously for some reason. And I, that's why for this episode, we've acknowledged the 50th anniversary of our episodes or the 50th episode anniversary, whatever you would call it, 50th installment. Uh, but now we're moving on to our actual topic, which is uh, today we're talking about humor <laughs> and the many forms thereof. I, I Not the, the bone. No. <laughs> That's the humorous. Okay. Just so you but know. But that is... You made that joke earlier, and I was like, there's something wrong with it. Yep. I don't understand. It's uh, Greg's but... biological knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it could no, still be humor. a humorous joke. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about, like, biology and humors, you could talk about the four humors that oh, yeah. we thought were a thing when yeah, yeah. way yeah. back but when, unless like... You, if, if you haven't heard, Greg, they're not real. They're not, they're super not real. Just if someone's telling you that they are with modern science, <laughs> yeah. So gotcha. you know, there's humorous. There's is, still content the there. We can still explore it. There's potential. There's potential. But I, I thought that it was really appropriate that this episode is an April funny episode. Bone. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Your funny bone. Oh. Also not real. But what? <laughs> call it your funny bone well right? no i call it my elbow oh well, that's weird <laughs> uh, i reject your science <laughs> I with my own. <laughs> this is good these are all good examples yeah um, that might be you. your truth yeah. <laughs> uh but i love that for you yeah. April, we start the month off with April Fool's Day, and so it's a very appropriate month to be recording something about humor. And yeah, I just wanted to, uh, like, as I said before, anybody that's listened for any length of time will know that we intersperse our serious discussions or our semi-serious discussions with humor. Or whether do we intersperse in, our humor with serious with discussions? Serious discussions. Oh, I think that's the true question. Be, there might be less thesis right there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've learned anything as much as have rolled your eyes at our episodes. but mm. Rolled their eyes? I'm hilarious. Thank you very much. <laughs> See? Uh... <laughs> She thinks I'm funny. I do. <laughs> and I want to maintain our friendship. <laughs> That's right. Greg, on the other hand, is Greg not funny. Hand. <laughs> not funny. Um, I was thinking about what uh, laughter, what the role of laughter or humor plays in my life and like why I care about it, why I make terrible puns, why it's, why something presents itself as an opportunity to be a joke. And my mind immediately goes there mm -hmm. and, and I, and I just, I, I hone in on it and like start to process like, how can this be a joke? Cause it's mm -hmm. funny. It, or it's funny to me. I, maybe it's just cause I overthink everything. And so I'm overanalyzing it. And that's the default is that like, well, everybody likes to laugh. So maybe if I make something laughable, yeah. then it'll be less awkward mm -hmm. or more enjoyable. Um, and I remembered that. So for any of you that don't live in Canada, you I'll explain what this is a little bit for you. The uh, Scholastic is a company that does book publications. And in elementary school, there was this book fair that they would host each year. Mm -hmm. And so you would, 
it would often be like a pop-up shop in one of the rooms, like the library or the computer lab at your school, somewhere that there was space and you, they would lay out a whole bunch of books from all these different authors and they would be, um, books overpriced. That were, yeah, way oh, overpriced, way overpriced. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, but it was like such a fun thing to go and like look around and you got this little sheet that you took that had all the books listed on it and you mm-hmm. could check them off and go home and your parents would pay for them and then you'd come back and buy the books and like yeah you went and bought a book that was overpriced but it was like this experience and what really yeah you had like a like a festival for mm-hmm. it, it oh like, yeah it was, they called Plastic it a book, book fair. fair it was just like one classroom what? at a time would go into this room and it was available it was a celebration of hours well Sorry? i got the magazine school hours. yeah we got the magazine too mm-hmm. Yes, we also we got, the, got, magazine. Do a book we got the magazine once, and once you could a order year, what you wanted. They would do like an in-person mm-hmm. version of that. What? Yeah. You didn't so, get it? No. Ah. Uh, it's like they bring roll. the magazine to real life. And then you can like literally can buy the peruse. book and take it home. You're like, ah. That's crazy. The mystery section. Yeah. I was and, always really excited because we would get the magazine and then I would get the like one package a year that would be addressed to me. Of my books oh, that, that's I, fun. that we bought. Yeah, having a package. We didn't yeah. buy too many books actually through there because they were overpriced they were and other overpriced. reasons. But yes. um, the the one or two times that I did purchase books, uh, one of them was from the book fair. And I purchased two books that were, I believe they were by the same author. And I don't remember what the second one is called, but the first one was called 101 cat and dog jokes <laughs> <laughs> the second one was also a joke book but it was it was something about um like there was there was people on the cover of it so i can't even yeah like, it wasn't like 101 people jokes <laughs> jokes about, jokes about the homo sapiens <laughs> jo- jokes about jokes about people and then yeah. like the first one's like yo mama is so funny. <laughs> it's like, well this isn't maybe appropriate for kids um, but no, but I remember having these books and I remember reading the books page by page and each page would have like two or three jokes spaced out on them. And every once in a while, there'd be like a cartoon drawing to mm-hmm. go along with some of the jokes. And but you I remember, laughed out loud every page, right? Every page. I don't think I like laughed out loud, but I definitely turtle, remember. Turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> I definitely remember you... reading them and like reading them to other people right. and being. Oh, you didn't and being memorize like, them? I probably tried and work to work on that them. delivery, that sweet, sweet delivery. I mean, the, the jokes were like, what do you call a this with a this? An answer here. Like, an answer here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they were simple-ish jokes. So, um, but no, I, I remember that being something that was, I was very interested in because Did you ever want was to just... be a stand-up comedian? Was that ever in uh, your brain? I, I don't think so. I think I was just, I think I just had fun reading jokes and like my dad would tell mm-hmm. jokes to us all the time. And so I think that that's probably what got me interested in like humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, lots of people like jokes, but like I was saying, I, I look at a situation that's happening in front of me and if it can be made funny, I like immediately my brain starts to go there and tries to make it funny. So I've got this like extra sensitivity towards making something lighthearted or funny. Okay. Um, question. But do you think that helps or hurts you in job interviews? <laughs> I, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I think I try to be personable in job interviews and, and part of being personable would be sometimes like, 
well, you know, ha ha ha, like just just mm-hmm. being casual, ha ha ha, laughing mm-hmm. here and there for for no particular mm-hmm. reason. But I'm not going to go into a job interview and be like, <laughs> um, for those of you that are listening to this, there is a video recording of this episode, and what I'm about to do now is a bit of a visual game. I apologize in advance. <laughs> apologize. Um, this is this is Chris going into a job interview. Uh, Greg will play the part of the interviewee. Mm. Interviewer, sorry. Hi. Uh, I've never done this before. Hi. What do you, you are call a dog we... and a parakeet <laughs> in a car? Like, you wouldn't do that's, that. That's weird. Right? That's, so, that is weird. Um, I don't do that in job interviews. Do you do knock-knock jokes? I don't. Knock-knock. No, knock. Oh, do I understand knock-knock jokes? <laughs> yes, I do. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? Greg's still trying to come up with a joke. Think of anything. Two. To who? To whom? <laughs> You're not getting the interview. No. It's a grammar company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A grammar, grammar company. company. That's who he's applying for. There's only one grammar company I've ever heard of. What's the grammar? Is it Grammarly? Grammarly. Grammarly. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one anyone's ever heard of. That's the one. There are the only people making any money off of grammar at yeah. all. Because nobody buys them books. It's true. Grammarly has books? No, but oh. like books that you have to buy for grammar for school, for university. Oh, Nobody yeah, buys them. Oh, like uh, Idiot's Guide to... Grammar? English or... APA citations? Some, yeah, yeah. Don't buy like any of no, that. No, Google it. Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that is, that is something that I can remember. That's like one of my earlier memories of me being interested specifically in humor beyond the point of laughing at mm-hmm. something. Like I actually bought books... To mm-hmm. read the jokes in them, and and I love the graphic novels, not the graphic novels, the the, like the comic collections at the library. So I'd frequently get out the Calvin and Hobbes in the Far Side, mm-hmm. and when I was older, I started to like understand adult humor and would take out Dilbert and and things like that that I didn't understand before as a kid. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. understand why these these cartoons are funny. Yeah. And because um, working in an office is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Dilbert is funny. Yeah, like I got a I got a glimpse of the work life and I started to understand the complexities of it and whatever but uh so that is why for me I or that's a little bit that I can un- that I can think of of why I gravitate towards humor mm-hmm. um and that's also why I like to like end off the podcast episodes in a lighthearted manner because I think it's it's inviting I feel and and it keeps people like more interested to come back for more uh, rather than I mean there's nothing wrong with signing off and being like thanks thanks for listening and then outro Bye. Music. I think there's nothing wrong with that I think we should be ending but... with talking about like global warming or something yeah. like that you know and on like really like polar ice caps are melting and curtain, crushing. Yeah. you know um, just to like there are currently 13 wars currently happening in the world Ugh. bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so many people would just stop listening. Yeah, yeah, just like how we had nothing to say after that. They were like, ah. well, no, it's the perfect place to end. There's nothing left to say. There we go. Yeah, and then you don't come back because you don't yeah, want to feel true. that yeah. again. That's true. That emptiness. You should just yeah. dark emptiness in your soul. This episode should just up. never end. Yeah. Just record for five hours and say everything we've ever wanted to say. And <laughs> we just have no more episodes after this. We got to fifty episodes. No more. But 
I think a lot of the the humor that we have in the episodes is is subconscious. Like it's just a gut reaction about it. But we all, I feel like we all have a a pretty strong inclination towards jokes, whether quality or quantity or lacking quantity yeah or yes puns. quality or puns quantity. is the opposite puns. of quality See, well one of my questions <laughs> that, puns I, are the that easiest I thought of jokes to come up with though so i think that's that why. i that yeah, i thought of not. was what's the lowest form of humor puns and that's where Something. that's where i think for some people it might be puns mm-hmm. for other people like for myself i definitely think toilet humor is the lowest form like toilet body poop. humor like all of that mm. is like it's mm. it's mm-hmm. it's lowbrow like there's nothing really that you can think of. Whereas yeah. at least a pun, pun actually, like some puns are like pretty clever. Yeah, if they're actually clever. Hey, if they most actually puns make sense, are like generally most of clever. Them are somewhat <laughs> I don't think clever. Just, most is I think, accurate. I think a part of humor is an aspect of it where it's like, uh, there's a matter of timing in terms of like when did you get it? And you know, if you got it too early, not funny. If you got it too late, definitely not funny. But there's like that right like middle ground, you're like, ah. That was a good pun, you know, where like, and I think it's, I think it's, so when does it sink in? So by explaining it like that, you yeah. are putting the onus of the humor <laughs> of the pun on oh, the listener. 100%. And yeah. I feel like as the deliverer, it is your responsibility <laughs> to present a proper pun. Uh, yeah. You have to do the timing. Stop victim blaming. <laughs> You, you just all don't understand the way my mind works. But I think that's the case with most jokes, though. Most jokes, like, if you get it too late and somebody has to explain it to you, no longer funny. But if you had yeah, actually, like... But that's not about you necessarily not getting it. It might just be that the joke doesn't make sense. No, but there's, like, there's a time where, like, a joke is said in a room, you know? And maybe, like, yeah. half the people laugh. And then it's like, and then somebody's like, oh, you know, but they're like late to the party. They don't laugh anymore. So, you know, I think there is a matter of, there's a matter of, of delivery. No, no, no. There's I a matter of delivery the listener's well. onus, you know, to be able to get it. And to be able to get it. Yeah. Get it you're too or, stupid. You can't, can't be funny. Or if you get it too quickly at that point, then it's like, you're too smart. So this joke wasn't for you. So. <laughs> it's like an onus to make the joke accessible to others sure because that would be yeah, on the person that delivers the person it. That's no, 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 delivering no. it that, that's it's a part reading, of it it's a part of room. it oh yeah yeah sure yeah yeah <laughs> so if everybody in the room is like everything just goes over their heads then you either just don't ever tell jokes or you just tell just the basic most basic jokes oh well and i think is it's also like how yeah like it's it, i think a part of it probably is like a comedian who their whole shtick is like puns you know, like at that point, you're just, you're looking for the pun next. And then, I, and the, I and don't then, think anybody goes to those shows. No, no, no. There, there <laughs> I have are never... legitimately funny comedians who are like, they're all about the one liner, like quick. Yeah. We know? have seen a few of them. And they're really Chris good. And I, watched that and I think it's because you, you're in the mode of those one liners. And so, you know, I'm entering into this conversation with a bit of hesitancy, <laughs> believing that that is true. It is true. <laughs> I will show you some later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is, there is one guy that I can think of. He's like really introverted and wears sunglasses Mm -hmm. um so if you ever see him on the internet it's just one-liners yeah that's all he does and um he's quite funny i like him very much i don't remember his name because i only ever see him and i go oh that's the sunglasses (laughs) you're talking Um, about mitch hedberg oh okay there we go that's who i'm talking about and he's quite funny but i think that 
yeah, I think the onus is on the joke teller <laughs> to be to be funny because <laughs> like you're telling a joke to a room of people who are going to have a range of intellect as well as experiences. And so if you're going to make a joke about something we that I think is really funny all the time here, because though. I've seen a certain show, then great. But maybe the other 20 people won't know that. We make so jokes all the time funny, here just gotta relating to how much we know about a subject, regardless of if our audience understands mm-hmm. that or not. Yeah. So yeah, I, have we been work- doing it wrong? <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> like, well, that's if you want to include everybody. But our audience mm. probably listens to us because they are somewhere around our level are our parents <laughs> and we've asked them to listen to our episodes but also my like, parents do not listen to us. <laughs> the environment you hear a joke in yes that matters does set the tone for mm. how you will receive the joke and if everyone's laughing Certainly. you know then it's like you know and then it and then it just makes it so much more funny whereas if you're watching the comedian on netflix by your own in a dark room you know late at night eating ice cream like you're probably not going to end up laughing as much Maybe. No, I there's, there's, there's totally yeah. a social aspect to I do, I, how much you're watching with other talk about your yeah. Talk about your your roommates. Um, oh. Before we were married, uh, you had several roommates that would like lock themselves in a, in a room and like watch a show by themselves. Well, and I would come more, over and they'd it, just be like, just laughing. It was more me specifically. Well, there were times but, when we were together yeah, we and it had, was still happening. We had, yeah, I just know a lot of people that, they'll watch a show and they will laugh out loud heartily alone because they <laughs> just think it's great. All it's, alone. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But the something has to be pretty funny in yeah. order for me to be like laughing out me. loud by myself. Really? Yeah. yeah. I won't. Oh, I don't tend to. I there's there's the I occasional find it TikTok difficult. that I will watch. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be good, good knee slapper. You, you just yeah. giggle from the other side of the house all the time when you're watching TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes sometimes I have to be careful what I listen to in public. Like if I'm mm. walking down the street. Yeah. Because like for instance, um, I listened to the McElroy's, uh, oh shoot, what's it called? Adventure Zone? Yes, the Adventure Zone. And sometimes they just, oh, they're just, they get me mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. And I will laugh out loud at work. Nobody else is around. Yeah. <laughs> and I, they'll like, somebody will walk past the window and be like, oh, I don't know about her. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there have definitely been a couple of times yeah. where I've listened to a podcast. And 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 have laughed out loud. Yeah. Oh, for totally. sure. Or like, or you know, like, like at least, or just like, like, just couldn't stop laughing or whatever, just yeah. for for a brief moment. There's a few yeah. comedy, but that's because like they set things up like yeah. really, really well. Yeah. 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 I've listened to our podcast and I definitely laugh out loud at sh- all the same chuckled. things that I yeah. laugh out loud at when we. I chuckle actually at the yeah. episode Recorded. snippets that I yeah. make. <laughs> <laughs> There's Chris like ready to post on YouTube. <laughs> well, I'll just be like Twitter. grinning. I'll just be grinning as I'm editing. It, yeah. yeah, mostly is what it'll be because yeah. I like I know what's what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, and I specifically choose interesting uh, episode snippets to post. But I think that's another one. It's like, I don't think I've posted a single episode snippet. There may be one There's... that I can th- think of, but most of them have, even if we're doing a semi-serious discussion mm-hmm. about something, uh, we, in the joke. middle of it, there'll be a joke. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's always like 
in the ca- if you look at usually the closed Ashlyn. captions, usually a lot Ashlyn. of usually times, yeah. <laughs> in the closed captions, I mean, you'll see I laughter. wasn't gonna say it, but I was thinking it. Um, I think it's interesting with humor how much intimacy plays a role, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's crazy when you think about that aspect of it, how comedians travel and make a whole room of people that don't know them mm-hmm. um, laugh because I will find something funny mm-hmm. that Chris says probably because I know Chris, mm-hmm. not necessarily right. because what he said was objectively funny. <laughs> 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 not necessarily. Like, Sometimes it might be something wrong. out of character. <laughs> <Wrong. No. laughs> right. Or like if I'm listening to our own podcast, yeah. I will, I will laugh at all of the same things that I laughed at in the podcast because they're funny and I know us mm-hmm. and that's what makes me like it so much, I guess, probably. And so I think that there's this aspect of intimacy that, that if you can make people feel like they know you, even if they have no, idea, if they met you five minutes mm-hmm. ago and you can tell them a joke and they laugh, like that plays a big role, which is one of the things that I like about taking Chris to new places because he makes people feel at ease with yeah. his humor. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I, that, um, unless they're not that kind of, <laughs> they don't enjoy that kind of humor. And then it's what we were talking about before about picking and choosing your environment. And yeah. yeah. I, I've, I work in the sciences and I've worked in multiple different like departments and, and job spheres within the sciences. And I can tell you that in most of the settings that I've worked at, the introvert to extrovert ratio (laughs) is like 10 to one. (laughs) There's a lot of introverts. And so I find that having a little bit of like humor in the office and like bringing that up makes people more open to be able to communicate. Uh, even if it's like not, it wouldn't be their natural response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing when we get an intern. Um, cause again, it's a scientific Setting. Just laugh yeah. at them immediately. I Here's laugh your at intern. Them immediately. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Okay. Well, come with me. I'll show you. The- <laughs> no, not quite like oh, that. I don't want to be here. But I do a lot of self-deprecation in my humor when I'm trying to make other people feel mm-hmm. comfortable. I'm just like, oh, it's no big deal if you break something. I do it. Like all I the time. It. And here's yeah. this story about when it was funny mm-hmm. or I flooded the lab or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and let's laugh about how ridiculous I am. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like that puts people at ease. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that constantly, though, which is why clever humor is better, I think, because mm-hmm. self-deprecating humor is exhausting. Mm. Also, people, exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> you fit in the sciences. Yes, I do. <laughs> Very much so. I'm glad you found your calling. <laughs> Are you introverted by chance? <laughs> nope. No further questions. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be great. <laughs> you, Ashlyn, have been a part of a comedy troupe. Yes, I'm professionally funny. What do you feel was your calling to do such a thing? <laughs> I received a phone call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literal no, I, calling. Yeah. That's I've, pretty funny. I've uh, played piano for a local improv comedy troupe. Whose line is it anyway? sort of style mm-hmm. um and i've really i've really enjoyed it i uh, i like that sort of improv comedy sphere and uh it's it's a lot of fun but i think that our our jokes and our um troops 
like success in our shows matters a lot about like how well we know each other. Mm. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. And so when we're able to like meet regularly and and do lots of work with one another, the jokes get better because you're you know what the other person's like strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. are and mm-hmm. can play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that works out really well. But uh, I really, it's just a, it's just a fun time. Like when we do practices pre COVID, um, it, uh, you, you leave like happier than you, you came. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's lovely. Well, and case in point, like we've spent so many get togethers doing this. Uh, and then when we are just together, I wouldn't say that there's any less humor. Mm-hmm. Um, if Definitely not less puns. Yeah, yeah, if we're if Probably we're playing a board more. game or video Probably games more. or watching a movie, I temper myself for you guys, <laughs> the listeners. <laughs> if if we're playing board games or video games or watching a movie or something, then obviously we're not going to be chatting as much and and doing this doing the joking as much. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if and we talked about this a couple of episodes ago about the. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Active listening. Yeah. Is that what that mm. weird, that whole discussion was yeah. about? And I think that part of that is, is part of that in these episodes, that active listening that we, that we attempt to do, whether or not we succeed uh, is what, what drives us to like insert humor. Um, maybe because we don't have an opinion on it, but like something we, somebody said was kind of funny and we feel like that could spur more conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, so we say it and then it takes the episode a different direction mm-hmm. or something. Not that we have a specific path for these episodes anyways, really. Sometimes we have some questions and sometimes we have some notes, but it's like, we're not too concerned if we get derailed a little bit. And mm-hmm. so, um, or a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the train th- is off the rails, down the bank, into the river. <laughs> there um, is no more train. Yeah. We need Yoda to get him out. Yeah. Yoda. Um, but yeah. So, and so that's why I think that it, it crops up a lot in this setting. And, mm-hmm. and we have that community. Um, we have that familiarity with each other. Like you were talking Comradry. about. Comradry. Sure. And, uh, and, and the, like, <laughs> like, which, whatever you want to call it, like, like we are familiar Comradry? enough with each. I don't know. What, what, Camaraderie. 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 There we go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Put A's into everything. I'm going to have to like phonetically change my name. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Legal now. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Holly. I'm Ashlyn. Greg. 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 <laughs> oh boy. Um, yes. No. That familiarity. That camaraderie. That understanding of each Beautiful other delivery. and where we come from allows us to <laughs> insert jokes that are appropriate to the atmosphere that we would all understand. I just hit my mic. I'm so sorry about that. Listeners. Uh, yeah. Jokes that we all understand. Jokes that we would all get. I mean, for the sciences, um, sometimes I just sit back and let it let it happen because I don't understand, <laughs> There's nothing understand, you can do about understand it. it as well. But Just um, buckle up. <laughs> Try to make peace with the world. <laughs> just don't think too hard. Um, yeah. No. So I, I completely agree with your mm-hmm. observations about that um and i think those are 
very interesting observations because I never thought about that before. I just kind of assumed, oh, it's improv. And that just means that that's the exact same thing that I'm doing just with less to risk. And so improv is like, if you make a joke and it's just like really bad, then the entire audience just doesn't understand it or doesn't get it. And if we're on to the next four one. of us sitting, yeah, four of us sitting, but four of us sitting at a table and we're all kind of on the same wavelength and we don't have anybody specifically watching us or somebody to impress in the moment. Um, then it just comes a little bit natural more Mm -hmm. naturally at least that's how i observe it anyways and and so then i feel ah, there's less at risk i'll 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 throw out a joke here or there greg clearly feels very natural yeah i feel very comfortable (laughs) yeah um which take that as a compliment guys his jokes (laughs) no it's funny yeah Uh, it's your fault. <laughs> you don't it's think it's not funny, me. It's you're you. dumb. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely you. It's all of us. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. You just don't know any better. So, once upon a time. Mm, story in, time. Uh, the beginning of December, the year of our Lord, 2019. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I had this. Ashley, be serious for one moment here. Please. <laughs> no can do. Um, I had this incredibly vivid dream, and we all know reciting a dream later on is the peak of humor. It's the peak of interest as well. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Regale me this thing that never happened, but only happened in your mind. Wonderful story. So that we can all be like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Is it done? Go back to whatever we're doing. I mean, if it tells us about a famine, that's important. Yeah. (laughs) So I had a, I had a, like the most vivid dream that was a montage have you ever had dream montage the tiger i have not but chris has very specifically video-esque dreams oh it's like 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 he will when he describes them to me and i don't zone out he's like and then it panned out and then (laughs) like and the lighting this person the lighting was warm my dreams definitely do have like a production quality to them they have a production (laughs) like like, it's so ridiculous (laughs) but that's that's all part of like i read a long time ago that your dreams are made up of and i don't even know if this is even true i just remember reading about it that you can usually find seven unique scenarios in your dreams from something that you have recently lived through it's Mm. like your brain is trying to compartmentalize it all and it's usually about seven specific things so it's like i'll wake up from a dream and be like oh i remember i was in this house and there was these people and i would just lump all the people as one like like all of my workmates in my grandparents house Mm. and we uh, we're having a bonfire, which we just recently had, like, and like seven specific things. But mm-hmm. I mean, you could I probably find a million dreams. Uh, right. Mine was just, I guess and it's just in letterbox format. Them. So was, that's why it was montage. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I had this montage dream that I had this idea that I was going to put together a stand-up set. Ooh. And so throughout my montage, like stand? it's like me like writing my stand-up no, it's, it's bit. It's like <laughs> to be writing my stand-up bit. Um, and I remember I pitched it to you two and you were like giving me some pointers on like change this joke or change this delivery or something like that. Yeah. And then okay. the end of my montage, I went to like a local... Um, like was I the tiger playing behind it? The probably. Time <laughs> <laughs> I went to some sort of like a, a local event for amateur stand-up or whatever, where you could like sign up on a sheet and just get your 10 minutes or whatever to try it out. And it 
killed. I did so good. And I like what finished the, the dream being like, da da. I remember none of them. It was okay. montage. So there's music going off, but no sound. No sound. <laughs> we have no idea what any of the jokes were. But I finished that feeling like, I could do this. Like, this is within reach. I could totally create a killer 10 minute set of stand up. And so then I made it my 2020. Uh, New Year's resolution to actually? Uh, make a killer stand-up set. And then there was a pandemic. Aww. Oh, and then you couldn't make jokes I, about I the pandemic? Because I searched or? and I found mm. out like a, a, there's a group in Saskatoon yeah. that it does like amateur stand-up and with like really low-key shows where the only people really attending those are like different people yeah. performing that evening or yeah. whatever. And I was so excited about it. And then they didn't have it. Yeah, I wanted but to live out my montage. Do you still have the set? No, I never made it. Oh, because mm-hmm. there wasn't anything to make it for. No. Yeah. You should make it. Mm-hmm. And you should deliver it on this podcast. You can deliver it here. <laughs> and we will laugh at it, maybe. We can do a bonus episode. Bonus yeah. episode. Like it's just a 10 Chris will insert laugh tracks at the yeah. proper spot, <laughs> just so that the audience knows when to, yeah, when to laugh. Yeah, so I can get some feedback yeah. Yeah. from just Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. funny. Yeah. 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 That's no, when uh, when uh, when Chris was talking about his dream, yeah. I thought that what would be a great idea for you know how like there's Inside Out, the movie that does like you know emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. What about if it was like a bunch of like people in people's minds or wherever, but they were the ones who were like making your dream and like cutting it together and stuff. And so then for people like Chris, higher production value. Like we gotta we gotta we gotta deck this that one. Sounds out. like a Pixar short. But then it yeah, does sound like a Pixar but then for Ashlyn, you know, it's like, oh yeah, no, we gotta get the montage. We gotta get the inspirational, you know, kind of thing. And then <laughs> I wake up feeling so refreshed and rejuvenated. Yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then for me, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be like you throw in some like Hebrew in there and uh you I rarely ever remember your dreams. And then it so, would be really high weird. High production. And, I don't know what yours would be. Inspiration, boredom. Well, definitely and terror. boredom. Oh, oh, terror. Okay. Yours would be like thriller. Sounds like, great. yeah. I wish they would swap. I'd like puppies, thanks. But don't get eaten Holly by something. Holly doesn't just have gotta file in the complaint. Holly doesn't have good quality dreams. Okay. Oh, they're good quality. <clears throat> Try yeah. this. For an great. entire day, you have one earbud in listening to nothing other than Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> See if I dream a montage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll wake just Chris unreaped. up in the night instead of being like, I'll be like, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sick of this song. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That is it. it I could like be this a cool Pixar idea. Short. It could be a cool idea. Now one of us needs to learn how to, to animate, animate mm. so that we can make it a thing and send it to Pixar. Chris, you have Photoshop skills. Animation, right? I mean, you could, that just you carries can, right over. You can do some basic animation. <laughs> I tell you, these days, one day you're doing do Microsoft slide stuff. transitions, and the next day it's a Pixar short. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure it can't be that hard. Uh, <laughs> a screen wipe with Star, like Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's great. You're so oh, wrong. Man, those it's are so, so hard. bad. Yeah, they're just so bad. Screen wipes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Terrible. so the the dream production values that I have mm. are like there'll be a scene that. I'm in and then there'll be voiceover or mm. there'll be a scene and then Are there's they funny? uh it kind of depends on what's happening in the dream at that point. What's it's not always scenario? humor. But... Could just be a cityscape. That's the one he told me about for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. 
That's it's fine. I don't want to remember either. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Tokyo, and then you wouldn't believe it. The CN Tower. <laughs> Tokyo? Do you say Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Tower? a dream. Oh. <laughs> it's not real life. See, like, that was, that was that your was fault. <laughs> yeah. See, that was my fault, though. We can all admit not that. Mine. See, case in point. <laughs> case in point. So it's majority rule. At any oh, given dear. time, there's something. There is something to what I'm saying. <laughs> I believe it. But yeah, there's also different media's in terms of uh, comedy, like different types. So, like you have TV shows, you have comedians, you got books, you have podcasts. Like, there's a bunch of different ways to access humor and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When the presentation but is different between them. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you can see the people, you can do like slapstick or yeah. situational yeah. comedy. And I find I very, very rarely will laugh at a book. Really? Very rarely. Hmm. Whereas I'm way more likely to react to a TV show or a podcast where there's some sort hmm. of an audio, potentially visual component. Maybe whereas, not reading the right books. Maybe not. <laughs> I know that there was like... Um, there are times where too much like, Christian nonfiction. If I do, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems depressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't know. The Trinity, eh? <laughs> yeah, atonement theory. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it probably I, I, doesn't lend itself to humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like there are. If I have laughed at a book before, like it has been like a legitimately funny book. Like I do remember, I had to read for university. There was. Um, there was like a like a short kind of like it was like an anthology book like it's called short sketches of a small town some small town maybe short sketches of sunshine sketches of a small town i think is what it was called and it was essentially like it was like corner gas oh, okay like where story. where sunshine each, sketches of a little town sure that one and then like so it was an anthology where but it would be like kind of different characters in each story but it was all happening in this one small town mm-hmm. which was kind of interesting as you like as you read it sort of your understanding yeah. of the town the like, town mm-hmm. broadens, but yeah. it was just hilarious like these townspeople were just ridiculous and like <laughs> yeah it was good but yeah i don't know i don't tend to laugh at books though i don't know you do oh yes Definitely. Yeah. If well, I mean, the characters have to be written well, so that yeah. I I think that my sense of humor relies heavily on connection. Mm. Um, and so if I connect with a, a particular character, for instance, I literally yesterday just finished the Expanse books. Mm. I was listening Congratulations. to them. Nice. But that's a I lot did of books. Read the first one. I know that's a lot of books because Greg keeps buying them. <laughs> There's but not reading them. Not anymore. reading There's them. Nine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm but, up to seven. I have seven of them. I've only read one. You, oh, okay, that's a problem. I hey, also have only I read agreed. one. Yeah. I like hey. how they look on my shelf. They look though. really nice. <laughs> <laughs> we need to separate these two. They're enabling each other. The blind leading the blind. Yeah. Did you buy those other? Did you buy that new book series? No, but I will. What's it about? I don't know. I don't know. It's cool. The covers look so cool. <laughs> Each one has a different color. Yeah. yeah. And the text and isn't he, aligned. And the, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Nice. That is a whole, a whole other thing. Other but thing. it was good? Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. But nice. one of the one of the characters I just like love, Amos, the character, mm. is who I love. And and just like 
every time he speaks, he's he's always super matter of fact and yeah. like to the point. But every time he's saying something, I'm like grinning, walking around the the lab, like grinning at whatever the heck is happening. Sarcastic as well. Well, like blunt, sometimes, but like blunt and a little bit sarcastic. deadpan. Deadpan. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's that's the word I'm he's got for. some yeah. sort of like emotional disorder for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like. Yeah, every every time I was just nobody's that funny laughing, on and in this book I was just yeah laughing out loud in the lab mm-hmm. all the time. But again, that was I was listening to the book, and so I'm trying to think of times where I've just been reading and been laughing out loud. I've definitely cried when yeah. just reading. Yeah, um, and I think that I laugh as well, but I always feel like I have to explain uh, what I'm laughing at to people around me mm-hmm. if I laugh for no reason. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely can't see that you have headphones on. <laughs> well, no, if I'm just like reading at the lunch table or something and no. I laugh, then I have to explain to everybody. My what favorite what is, is when on. you see somebody who's like on a walk or a run and they're going round and then all of a sudden just like burst yeah. out laughing yeah. or whatever at whatever they're listening whatever to. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a house balance. That. Oh totally. Oh totally. <laughs> That's how yeah. we know. That's how we know. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no, I like I definitely have um yeah, laughed a little bit. Definitely have cried at a book. I know that there was a book that I gave to Ashlyn when but when we were dating that oh, I was like, Oh, yeah. you should read this. It's so good and like It'll make you, you know, cry. And and uh and then <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to Ashlyn and then I was like I, when she finished I was like oh we'll have to talk about and like it was probably like a two minute conversation yeah, like, I was like, was just like not, not a tear was shed it was okay I'm like, sorry like, oh yeah. <laughs> just no connection with yeah, it at all no I think I've only been disappointed isn't the right word but I have only known but pain yeah, other than that one chuckle going for <laughs> Every book I've ever read has been terrible. Uh, no, Which is why you've never finished The Dark Tower. <laughs> um, but I think I've only ever been... Uh, is forlorn the right word? At the end forlorn. of a series <laughs> when you're... you're yeah, yeah like, a like good word. Book sad. When you're... Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. Where you're done. Sad there, that you're done. There has done, to be a word but it's a great, created there's that. a great... It was a great series. It's a, it's so a loss. Happy that you read it. You happy you experienced it, but I I don't think I've ever laughed mm. openly. Well, have have had visible emotions at a book. To be mm. to be honest, I think I think I'm more of a I will sit and watch a stand up comedy um, um, show or uh, show is not the right word, but like stand up comedy performance uh, that's been recorded. I've never. Aside from Ashlyn's shows, I don't know that I've been to too many in-person comedy. Oh, it's so events. fun! It, it is. Fun. It is fun to like sit and laugh. Oh, oh, I, I guess when you have some like well-timed jokes during uh, a movie, yeah, especially when mm-hmm. you're going opening weekend to like yeah. a theatrical release, uh, and everybody is on the same wavelength in that yeah. theater, yeah. and so again, exactly. then we're hitting on that's the, similar. Where we're all yeah, different people. Ask. There's yeah. four hundred so unrelated people in this theater, fun. and yet we're all laughing mm-hmm. at the same jokes because we've all got the same um, baseline mm-hmm. of understanding of where this joke is coming from from this mm-hmm. franchise. When you or, compare like the Marvel movies to like Tim Burton's Batman, like there's so much more like humor in like movies, like superhero movies now. Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. I think in just any like. 
there there are still serious movies yeah. coming out. But they're but, fewer. But it just feels like movies nowadays are like, oh, we want to yeah. attract people, better have comedy in it. Because we were talking so. about when you guys were going through your Mission Impossible marathon, how like they start very serious and like so different like, by the Mission end. Impossible one, the first two, like two movies are have been fairly fairly serious, but then by the yeah. end of it, it becomes like like it's just running it's more very lighthearted. lighthearted, yeah. very lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Fast and Furious, right? Yeah. Where like that series kind of starts off fairly oh. fairly mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. I think more so now you laugh at the series. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do yeah. with the series. I think yeah. it's more just disbelief. No, um, but even even like Fast and Furious definitely has more humor. It definitely feels mm. lighter. At the beginning, it was like, there's this family and they're going to be torn apart and they yeah. have to figure out how to stay out of jail. And, and it all feels really like, oh no, bad things are happening. But now it's like, oh, the God's eye, whatever that thing was program is going to ruin the whole world. <laughs> but... <laughs> we're gonna trick out this car and go to space like yeah it's funny yeah that's why i say laughing at i mean there is a lot more humor in it now for sure i'm trying to think of what other like long i I feel like it devolves to humor though so you take a franchise that may have started somewhat seriously just always devolves into humor but But then i'm thinking of things like star wars yeah, I don't think there's any more humor in it uh, than there ever was. Last Jedi was pretty funny, definitely. I guess that was humor. they, there was a they bunch threw of, in a lot of stuff. There was in a bit there of joking in there, like, but yeah. then you have a different, completely different writer. Yeah, different writer, uh, different and director. Then we were watching yeah. the prequels recently, and I don't know if the jokes in the prequels or the humor. Jar Jar Binks, prequels, oh man, that's the pinnacle of comedy right there. Well, I don't know if that it was actually any quite funny, funny though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's funny looking back on it and being like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. But I don't think that I'm sitting there laughing my head off at the antics of this. And I think that's what a lot of people struggled with when the movie came out. Yeah. They're like, what is this humor? And yeah. it, and it's not it's not humor for the sake of like roll like knee slapping. Like that was great, like a stand-up comedy gig. It's it's like, still add levity or whatever. Yeah, it's to yeah. brighten the situation a bit. And I think we get a lot more of that out of a character like 3PO and R2-D2's interactions yeah. in the movies because they have a better relationship. They're very Rosencrantz and Guildenstern kind of mm-hmm. the gestures. modeled of, after yeah. something, yeah. yeah. So, but so, yeah. even like like genre though, I feel has changed. Like I know that me and Ashlyn, like we watched uh, a movie with your parents called The Inside... The Inside Job. Job or Inside Man or something like that. Are you talking about like Inside the Job? Clive Owen yeah, movie yeah. from like the 2000s? And so it's like, it's like a heist Denzel kind of Washington. movie, yep. you know? And Love I remember as a kid watching it and going like, oh yeah, this was really good. And then we watched it with your is parents. Is it a comedy? It is not. No. Oh, okay. I, I was, was going to say, I don't remember any jokes in that. What's yeah. interesting <laughs> though is I think we now go into movies expecting even like a, like a serious heist movie or something like yeah, that. We'll levity. still have like some amount of like a character that kind of is in there just to like throw in the odd joke, just to kind of like brighten the mood a bit. Mm-hmm. But it was like serious the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So. And which does, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like our expectations of movies like require it to have like at least a little bit of humor just to get by. Because even like the new, the Batman movie, dark brooding kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's like a few like odd, like funny little moments in there um, that they threw in that I don't know if they're necessarily fully laugh out loud, but, um, and, but there's not a ton. And I think that like probably is a part of the reason happen. why I think a lot of people don't like it. Cause it's three hours of like, you know, seriousness, seriousness. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that every movie needs to have humor in it. Um, there's a weird like 
so there's the seriousness of like the new Batman. Mm-hmm. And then there's the seriousness of like um, Inception. Mm-hmm. And they feel different because Inception, I'm trying to think of any like real moments. Oh, there's a lot of good humor in Inception. Humor. Like, I don't remember do you, Tom, any. I don't think they're memorable, but they do. I think they do have Tom, some. Tom Hardy whips out, they're in the dream sequence like yeah. two levels down and he whips out this huge bazooka and goes, you, you, you can't be afraid to dream a little bit bigger, darling. And like yeah. blows a guy <laughs> off a roof or, right. or yeah. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt is like leaning backwards on the chair learning how to or whatever. Balance on yeah. Oh, and falls and, backwards. And then, I do um, remember that. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo's character kicks him out from underneath it. Or maybe it, that was, yeah. Tom, there's a few, they, they yeah. added a little bit, but like, yeah, I think yeah. generally, but like, I think it's well it placed still felt, and it's it within, still felt serious the whole yeah. way through. Yeah. And I think it's so, it's keeping true to the characters weird, in the movie mm-hmm. not having them Tenet. do something that That was, was a dead serious movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there was any jokes cracked in that movie. Yeah. Probably not. No, uh something about really not do something well. about when they're in the sea can trailer going back to the airport and the one guy's laid out on the cot. They may I thought maybe, maybe. there was like a quip there or but, something. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's not. I a, think. It's I a just feel like movie, in order for a movie to do well in theaters, mm-hmm. I think it has to have some amount of humor. Yeah. Otherwise, people just like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. We have. It might get. I haven't. It watched. might get an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's kind of where an Academy Award. Well, <laughs> those are real things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that shouldn't have had air quotes, you know. But like, what is it? That's just like that's what they get, and that's what they'll like. Well, that's what they're going up for on their like yeah. Blu-ray or whatever, but that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be an enjoyable experience. I was going to say so, that there's no, definitely no. been a lot of what I have perceived as going to be serious movies. Yeah, uh, that I hear have done you know relatively well, um, but I have never seen them, and I would assume has no humor in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a a recent one, uh, something like last night in so in Soho with. Anna I think I've seen Taylor posters Joy for that. Or whatever okay. her name is, and I'm probably saying the name wrong. Um and and like it sounded like it was a very well done movie, but it looked really serious. And I was like, I don't know if I'll not that I won't watch it if there isn't any humor, but it just wasn't grabbing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and something also like, oh, speaking of this this actress whose name I'm not sure if I said right, uh, she was in that New Mutants. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, kind of like the last X Men movie that was produced mm-hmm. most recently, and that movie was marketed a bunch of different times and mm-hmm. a bunch of different ways, and delayed and bunch delayed, of and, delayed and, and yeah. moved over a couple different studios before it finally was got released. But it was marketed as this like more so like a horror or at the very least a thriller movie, and mm-hmm. then there was like a lot of comedy mm-hmm. in it, and. Again, not all of it was something that I thought fit really well with the movie, um, but that's like a writing issue. Uh, it was just interesting to go and see the movie and be like, oh, there is some lightheartedness in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe those were reshoots. Um, that's like they did the same thing with the Suicide Squad. That's, sorry, that's sorry. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Wait, not the that. Suicide Squad. <laughs> which, no, which is the newest one? The? I have no idea. I, don't I haven't either. followed the series. The first not Suicide Squad. It's kind um, of. It was apparently like it was reshot and added a whole bunch of humor uh, throughout to just to make it more lighthearted. Maybe that's what test audiences said that they wanted. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I think there is still a spot for movies that have no humor specifically in it. Um, 
like I imagine any of these movies where a girl is on a train or a girl is across <laughs> the street or a girl is seeing a murder or whatever those movies are all called mm-hmm. uh, has a dragon tattoo. I imagine yeah. not a whole lot of humor in those movies, but maybe no. I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe it's just because I haven't watched them and there is comedy in them. I think they're fairly serious. They're fairly serious. But they, they fairly strike serious. me as no... F- but there and, and those movies do well. And that so- have really dark humor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not about the levity. It's about the justice in mm-hmm. the humor, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. I was thinking about it before because there are different different kinds of humor, there right? Is. And yeah. with Girl, yeah. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, like she's... Filled with puns, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Anyways. <laughs> Clear, definitely it's just threw me off. Uh no, her her whole point is like punishing men who hurt women. Punishing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so so a lot of the like humor yeah, is this like shock of what she's willing mm-hmm. to do and why she's willing to do it. Right. And so you're laughing or maybe not laughing, like but you're shock. like you're like <laughs> struck by the mm-hmm. humor in that, yeah. even though it's completely not not alleviating any kind of tension. Oh, speaking of, oh, this is very timely, and I know everybody is probably sick and tired of talking about it, but uh, the Academy Awards that just happened. Oh, and, I don't want to talk about it. And That's why so I put awkward. it in the air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. It, it didn't actually happen that way. But you have this interaction with a couple of people on stage and just like a shocking moment. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? And my first reaction is to just kind of laugh because I don't like something just happened and it surprised me. So Mm -hmm. laughter is this default reaction Mm -hmm. that I have. I don't immediately see that and go like, oh, no, and like jump on Twitter and hope everybody else is really concerned. I jump on Twitter and everybody else is like, I'm laughing myself to death. Like what just, what just happened? happened? Yeah. Um, I'm dying laughing. Just incredulousness. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is, maybe I that's think just it's a, a Jim maybe... Gaffigan line when he's talking for the audience and he's like, oh, I didn't come here to be shocked into laughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's like that default, uh, and I'm sure not everybody's the same way, but I can definitely um, connect with that, that my default when I'm shocked about something is to, is to be a little bit, um, feel incredulous about it and yeah. that mm-hmm. resonates with me by me breaking a smile yeah. or cracking a joke yeah. or well there's or specifically that phrase to laugh it off right or whatever mm-hmm. right so which is yeah. like that's kind of like the it's like a defensive mechanism in some funny. way yeah <laughs> you're just like <laughs> what did we fill this silence with <laughs> yeah <Ugh>. yeah <laughs> that one right there that silence yep. there we go the polarized caps are Oh no. <laughs> but like humor is not just because there's something unexpected that happens no, for sure. or else yeah. I would never rewatch comedy specials and I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I usually still wait long enough until I forget yeah. some of the jokes. I generally, and then you I can enjoy rewatch it, it immediately. It is no. still funny. I don't know. I struggle with comedy specials. Chris likes to watch them, so we do. Yeah. And I, it's not as if I don't think that they're funny, but I think I'm concentrating too hard on understanding. We also watch them with captions, and I think that makes them less funny. Yeah, yeah because it does. I For know sure, what's sure. coming up. Yeah. You, you and miss so the much timing. Of it is timing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we don't, don't, don't have captions, me, then I don't always mm-hmm. understand what what mm-hmm. they said. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. 
give and take but yeah like if we're watching like a show like the crown i'm like yes let's put captions on because frankly accents. accents are sometimes tricky to like I mean, get exactly English everything prop, like like royal english accents are not hard to understand guys well, they are not hard to understand. Just, Some of us are articulated very well. A yeah. lot of royals recently. <laughs> yeah, I've so. watched that show. But it like for sure like a comedy show, uh, mm. like Superstore or whatever. Like we won't like I'll take them off just because yeah, definitely the timing, mm-hmm. timing does affect it, it a difference. little bit. So it's same thing with like even like songs sometimes. Like it sometimes it's nice to be able to read the lyrics because. Mm-hmm. I like it's weird because sometimes like I actually don't get the jokes in songs unless I can read them and mm-hmm. see oh okay there we go there's mm-hmm. the pun or there's the there's the twist or whatever mm-hmm. um but then other times I'm like yeah yeah it's good to experience it as it comes but that's yeah. like Disney music in particular mm-hmm. specifically the uh villainous songs mm-hmm. in Disney music um I like to go and look at the lyrics after I've heard it once because they're always so clever mm-hmm. and punny and like they're written very like be prepared often. has mm-hmm. so much in it that like if you don't know anything about lions it won't mean anything <laughs> to you mm-hmm. but the or, whole song makes bees. sense to you otherwise what's the moana one with the, the with the crab with the crab um tomatoa and yeah tomatoa's song tomatoa. yeah that song that he sings about shiny shiny, shiny. oh but yeah, like, yeah there's so, so much shiny. happening in the lyrics yeah yeah and it's funny to listen to. And then when you can like look at the lyrics or you've listened to it a few times that you remember, it's like this thing about, you know, the words, but mm-hmm. you've never really thought about the words. Mm-hmm. You just right. sang the words yeah. in your head. But then when you actually think about the words or read the words on screen, you see the different layers. And again, that all has to do with like the writing of, yeah. of whoever's writing that stuff. And, and What's his if name? they're Jermaine? Uh, Jermaine Clement Clement. Yeah, um, he's great. Mm-hmm. He does the Rio one too. Mm. Uh, oh, the the villain in Rio. Yeah, the the, the like cockatoo, cockatoo, the Cockatiel? crazy, <laughs> the white bird, the yeah. big bully white bird. Yeah, and um, like I rewatched but, that recently, and that song is like super clever and mm. punny as well. But it's not just like so cracking good. stupid mm-hmm. jokes and like hoping that kids laugh at it because kids will laugh at almost anything. Um, yeah. but, and there, and there is are. a, and there is a place for like fairly stupid, unstructured jokes. Mm-hmm. The only reason that Shrek is such a <laughs> phenomenon for, 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 for our jokes. generation <laughs> is because mm-hmm. of like the, just the straight up dumb, yeah. like brainless jokes that it often has in it. And, and it was just kind of like a one of a kind thing at the time, or at least it seemed to me like I hadn't watched mm-hmm. all the movies in the world. So there's probably another movie out there. I mean, that's it got was similar animation quality. for adults. I could yeah, still probably yeah. quote like half that movie. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen it that and many it's just times. Like, it's like bad joke after bad joke after bad joke. None of them are great jokes. No. Don't at me, but uh, <laughs> like, I don't think. What are you talking but, about? Some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yeah. That enters my head like, every uh, half hour. And then you roll your eyes. Um, That's excessive. I can sing the whole Welcome to Duloc song. Yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. Little puppet Let's make. Do it, Chris. Oh, no. I'm not going to do it. How long is it? For our audience. It's not terribly long. But, For the captive audience. Uh, We're waiting. No, I, I, I'm so all kinds good. of good. <laughs> Maybe another time. All kinds. <laughs> um, <laughs> please keep off of the grass and shine your shoes. Wipe your face. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but like there's this, so there's a place for sure for that kind of comedy 
and then there's a place for very intelligent comedy and and some of these sh- movies that we're talking about like with Disney they do try to appeal to kids I think they also try to appeal to adults a bit so that there's that nostalgic factor but then eventually it's just going to be a matter of like well the the adults didn't grow up with Moana or Encanto like the adults are now adults now <laughs> when they've seen those movies they're not remembering them from their childhood so they'll go back and watch Little Mermaid or Lion King or Aladdin a million times but they're not going to come back and watch mm-hmm. Encanto unless they have kids that also want to watch it on repeat and so if we have little things in there that make it an adult hear it and go oh that's very clever yeah. uh, and I think like somehow Frozen did a really good job of that but mm-hmm. maybe that's just because they were catchy songs no, I have no Olaf. idea like he's He's Olaf like is an innocent adult. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the the yeah, humor okay. behind him is just so perfect, especially in Frozen Two, because he's like worried about the annihilation of his essence, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, what does it mean to grow up and not be who I am? So he's got like a dark mm-hmm. humor so, in that movie. Well, it's not dark; it's just so adult. And so mm-hmm. kids, Seriously? kids think he's funny because he's like running into stuff and parts of him are mm-hmm. falling off but he's fearing for his life but he's actually fearing for his life <laughs> yeah. and so as an adult you're like this is hilarious because yeah. he's so such a transient like life form and oh, but really we all also understand mm-hmm. that oh it's so good mm-hmm. so good yeah so there's um there's definitely a place for it in these movies uh and yet i go back to what i was saying about how some of these more serious movies seem to do really well and it appears that there is no humor in them so i don't think that it is a requirement that movies must have humor in order to attract people but uh if you were to have a bunch of people in a room and drop something very serious on them like a some kind of truth bomb i don't know some revelation Mm -hmm. uh versus have a similar crowd of people and 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 tell a joke that was like mediocre um probably get a more um energetic reaction out of the people that you told the joke to and you'd probably have more room to go from there but you'd have to have a very specific mindset of people in a room to tell something serious to and have them stay interested like they would have to be very interested in that topic that you're talking about which um like you could tell a joke in any i feel like any setting i guess if it was a lighthearted person like sure their funeral i just was like thinking well maybe not a funeral but it might work it might work you could tell oh, jokes i've definitely at a fun- been at, mm-hmm. at funerals funeral. that have humor uh, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh but you can't always reverse that and and just drop something super serious in the mm-hmm. middle of some of a conversation uh and so um maybe that's why something like I know, I know that there's people that feel like they're championing, championing causes at award ceremonies, but I always kind of feel like award ceremonies, they always get a host that's like a joker mm-hmm. because that's the thing that keeps people light yeah. and keeps mm-hmm. the, keeps things moving. Yeah. Um, but then people will come up and do a speech about something really serious and everybody's kind of like, it kind of takes that wind out of the room. Totally. It's just kind of like, it's not that we don't care that this is a thing well like maybe we don't care that it's a thing but it's not that this topic you've brought up isn't of interest to any of us but we were having a good time until now <laughs> and, and you've ruined it <laughs> like it's but but that's never said because you know that's not mm-hmm. what it's about but you go ahead you were gonna say something oh i thought of a movie that did 
quite well. I think it did quite well in the public that I don't remember any humor in. Mm. There are some cute moments, but there's not Mm -hmm. actual humor in it. Um, Arrival Mm -hmm. doesn't have any... Not not any like not the things even, that I not would not Jeremy Renner's lines for sure, or no. comedy. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, like like I said, there yeah, are some. There's cute a lot more like a like cerebral, kid, very serious like, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it is possible movie. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah, but I do I do agree that it's. Yeah. So do you think we're going through a rare. phase as a society? Might be a phase. Oh, through it's Hollywood. definitely a phase. And people are reading serious books too. It's like books are coming out, and like books aren't all hilarious. No. Mm-hmm. Um, there's books written by very intelligent people. And then there's all these books are being made into movies that also have no comedy in the movies, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So, um, like it's ob- obviously it's not a, like may- maybe it's just a thing that's going to go for a few years and then they're going to go back to movies not being well. Okay. So now, now I'm, I'm thinking, of talking, <laughs> which is why I'm bouncing all over the place. So I apologize. Uh, but I'm thinking about older movies that were, action movies but action movies that just by default they didn't take themselves too seriously it seemed like the 90s the the 90s and early 2000s action movies specifically which was been the era i grew up in um were movies that you never expected something really serious out of them so something like tomb raider like it's based on existing material but there's comedy in those movies they're not like hilarious jokes or anything but there's gag okay i'll say gags how about that there's gags in those movies um the mummy it's an action movie mm-hmm. but it's also yeah. got comedy in it and yeah. and and you weren't ever thinking you were gonna go sit down and watch a movie um back to the future even it's like a little mm-hmm. bit tense at times yeah maybe, it's fairly but, light, but it's though. lighthearted yeah um i thought it was heavy <laughs> Thank you. Whoa, that's heavy, Doc. Oh, that's um, so heavy. Why does he keep calling things heavy? Uh, is the gravitational force different in the future? In the future. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, it's <laughs> <Ashen's> like <laughs> it, it, haven't seen those movies. It's a quote from the movie <laughs> okay. Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought about saying that joke, and then I thought, well, Greg and Chris like that movie, so yeah. I'm gonna say it. So yeah. say the it's joke. a risk. Chris got it. Was it. A risk. It took me a while. So, Ashlyn, no. So nope, now, nope. now, <laughs> but that is another movies, part of humor. Yeah. Now action movies are trying to separate from that. So you have a, an action movie like the three, five, five that we just watched recently. Um, or mm, I guess born, the born movies might've had some humor in the born did not have humor at the beginning, at least not, not in the, in the, first the maybe the fourth movie where he comes back, like, or the Jeremy Renner one or the Jeremy, eh, even that one. I don't yeah. think has Anyways. Uh, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe by that point we had already moved out of the like action movies don't need to have humor. In I think that was the born was the start of the but more like, like gritty serious. Yeah. So, so we had this like generation or this, this, t- this period of time where we were focused on having comedy very much intertwined with the movies and that's just how it was. And then completely separating them. Uh, and now we've got a lot of it coming not all of it coming back together, but we, we definitely like, there's still a separation at, um, in some respects but um but then you like you were saying if you want to appeal to a broad audience um it's almost like the humor has to be like over and above so it's like i'm gonna posit a thought that these movies are not it's not as if the movies themselves are changing it's just the popularity of a particular genre so well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's like comedic a, action movies have always been a thing, and serious action movies have always been a thing. But depending on where you are at 
in in the world and in time comedic action movies might be a bigger deal right now but there are still serious action movies being made mm-hmm. just at a lesser mm-hmm. amount yeah. and for with less popularity mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like it's not as if action movies themselves have changed it's two separate genres that are just waxing and waning in popularity and so we see more of them or less of them mm-hmm. yeah that is what i think i guess it could also be that the way that we um the way that we ingest humor um <laughs> devour humor <laughs> the way consume is the word i was coming up with those are all good words slurp for up consume. the way that we slurp, slurp up humor <laughs> the way that we consume humor uh has also changed so i'm thinking of like old old black and white movies where Slapstick. you you uh well i'm thinking of movies that are like a little bit more on the serious side but still have but still have like um moments of levity in them uh uh and and then now we have like an entire genre that's just strictly well yeah i guess the slapstick humor thing like I don't know. I don't. I don't like, see slapstick humor as something that's funny anymore. In, in, well, I think. Anymore. I think. Like, well, I think. Like, uh, so the genres we've, themselves have we've shifted as a culture where we're like violence. You know. I was just thinking yeah. this. So, like, sarcastic humor when I was growing up mm-hmm. yeah. was the thing. Was, was big. Yeah. It was yeah. huge. And now we have a lot more awareness about bullying and yeah. emotional, like health Mm -hmm. and so sarcastic humor and making fun of other people is not as okay Mm -hmm. like mean girls is looked at differently Mm -hmm. by gen z than it is by millennials Mm -hmm. like it's it's so different and so our humor has definitely changed what what is appropriate so does that does that change the the truth behind the humor then like is it suddenly wrong to do that or is it just that people are now well, it's more. still funny. Like you can still look at somebody and make a joke at their expense and it's still funny, but that doesn't right. mean that it's good. Well, I, was it good back then? No. Though? So it was just But that. it was still But funny. it was accepted. I think that's the thing yeah. is like like okay. when things are culturally accepted, you know, like it's like like way back in the day it was okay to be fairly racist in, you know, mm-hmm. in your jokes. And now it's like ah. Let's maybe like yeah. back off. And of that, that was for a always bit. racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was always, yeah, it was totally yeah. always racist, yeah. but culturally was accepted. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. you know, wasn't necessarily um, disproved or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's, that's, that is a good point, though, that humor does change through the years and shift and um, things are different. And so, yeah, even books that you read from like way, way back in the day, like those have a different feel and tone, like the humor in them. Like, like I would say that something like um, Pride and Prejudice does have humor in it. Mm-hmm. It does. But it is like, you know, it's a very different type of humor than, you know, we see. And it's, it's like, it's in, it's, and it's, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. No, I've seen that movie. It's like, ha ha. No, it's it's he more about a joke like about kitty. potatoes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely the like boiled potatoes. Line is one of my favorite <laughs> so all-time lines. Such excellent boiled potatoes. potatoes. But that the, that humor that was, was definitely like very based in like the characters and mm. like allowing them to bring out their own character and how they respond to different situations and such. So, but um, yeah, another another brand of humor that I don't think we've talked about yet, but that I really enjoy 
I know you guys just think it's puns, but I do enjoy satire. I think that is one of the best brands of humor. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like such a great way to kind of, it allows you to look at something from a different perspective. And I honestly think that it's probably one of the more helpful versions of humor. Because it makes you feel safe while you're doing it. Makes you feel safe while you're doing it. Like, or it allows you to analyze. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it allows you to self-analyze and stuff. Like I know there's, um, there's a, like, for example, like the Bible filled with puns. We don't get to see them because they're in Hebrew or Greek or whatever. But, um, the book of Jonah is really an interesting book because I've heard it said that if you read it as a satire, it is fascinating because everything is big in it. You have a big fish. There is a big storm. There's a big city that takes like tons of time to get through and that's you know and it's just like this like really and even just in how it starts and it's fit in with all these other kind of more serious prophetic books that are like you know and the word of the lord came to Zechariah, but here it's like and the word of the lord came to jonah son of amittai which means dove and so which is like the symbol of peace or whatever and so and he has to go and tell all this news of destruction and it's just and it what it does is it makes you shift your viewpoint because you think oh he's a prophet he should be a good guy mm-hmm. but then what ends up happening is he's on the hill sulking and there's this vine that creeps up and he gets more distressed about the vine that dies than the people in the city that he wants just to get destroyed and it's just this really fascinating thing that makes you look and it's supposed to i think make you analyze yourself as you know either a jew or as a christian and you're supposed to think, how do I want other people to be treated, right? Mm-hmm. And um, what do I get upset about? And, you know, and those comforts of life and things like that. Whereas you're not like, no, like, anyways. And so it's just, it's it's a really interesting brand of humor that's fascinating that it existed like way back then in how this story was written. And, um, and I like, like there's movies that I watch that I just loved because especially like within um, kind of the Christian bubble, it's easy to sort of, for myself, just to kind of get like, you just kind of get tunnel vision, right? But humor and brands of humor will help. Like when we talked about the movies that we watch that are Christian movies, I think one of them that was mentioned, hopefully, was Believe Me. And it's just like this great satire that just sort of like just makes fun and just kind of makes you notice, oh, those are weird things that we do yeah. as a as a, as a Christian community and stuff, so... Yeah, those are definitely like my favorite because they help and make me reflect on, okay, how am I treating other people or how do people view me? How do people perceive me? So, well, and they're generally intelligent. Yes. Like, yeah, you have Uh, to assume a a level of intelligence of your viewers when you make a satire. Yeah. Otherwise, they take you seriously and that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like 30 Rock is basically completely satire. Mm. Yeah, like... Yeah, or or uh, Netflix also has these um, death to 2020 and death to 2021 yes. uh, satirical movies yeah. that they do of the recapping of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's oh, that movie, year, that Don't Look so Up, we that just came out. Did you guys watch that yeah, at all? We did. Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very much like a satire that's meant to like, yes. yeah, yeah. to think. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and it makes you sit there and it makes you laugh and it makes you cringe, mm-hmm. uh, but then it makes you analyze how 
real how true to real life that is oh, which is which and that's where like sorry i'm bumping the table sorry but um pounding you know but like but that's where like movies like get out or us by like jordan peele like that mm. that horror franchise that kind of is now like it's kind of becoming more popular but mm-hmm. that has been uh there's humor in it but also it is very satirical like us i know you guys haven't watched it no right and I don't think you guys are intending to, right? No, but I, I think do not did, intend to we, watch that movie. I, I was talking with some people the other day about how the movie ends and like what the like the twist in the movie is. Oh, it's and that I was like, one. oh no. I was like, yes. that sounds like it would be such a great movie it's, to watch. It's except a great I can't bring myself to watch. to watch horror movies. But like just but, like a little spoiler, like in terms yeah. of just the title, us US, like United States. Like it is it's meant to kind of be this oh. like satire on the United States and like oh. and kind of like and history and all of that. It's really oh, I got you because of the underground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I yeah. understand now. And so as the, and as you watch it, and all of a sudden things like click together, you're like, whoa! And it just like it it affects you as a person because it makes you go, wow, or us as a nation or whatever, right? I mean, I'm not American, but you still we Canadians still kind of get grouped in sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. North Americans. Yeah. Satire. <laughs> <laughs> we need more of it. Honestly, does does it help us? Does it help us better ourselves, or do we just enjoy it, it does. without reflecting? Totally. I mean, I don't know. I I think so. I think we it laugh has it off and we go the, home and forget about it. Kind of thing. the I I think it has more possibility to help people better themselves yeah. because it presents something in such a way safe space that it is a safe space yeah. for you to laugh at and then confer with yourself about later. Hmm. You know, you don't you don't have to, or laugh at, or experience, or whatever, but you don't have to um, confront that about yourself or about your culture immediately while you're watching it. It's just as you're thinking about the movie or the Mm. book or whatever later, and you go, ah, that's kind of like this situation that I just experienced, and kind of, I was, I was kind of the a-hole in that. (laughs) Like, oh, I guess maybe that's not, it shouldn't have been about me, or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it does present present those possibilities, but people have to take chances, like take those prop possibilities in order for them to work. Mm-hmm. You can't just present something and expect everybody to change automatically. No. Like, no. I I hope that don't look up made people think about climate change yeah. and how I, we are ignoring I don't think it. it did. But. It, yeah. <laughs> it may not have, right? Like it's the people who already know about climate change and care about it that really saw the satire in it. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's for that audience. It's for that audience. But on the other so hand, like there good, may then, be I some guess. people that saw it with those people, and then as they're talking about it together, they can they can talk about that subject. Well, and even like sometimes, like you might believe something, but you might not necessarily be acting on it. Mm-hmm. And satire could just like. Give you you agree with it, push. but it gives you that extra little push mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay, yeah, I should really be doing something about this. Yeah. So. yeah. I Electric cars useful. for everyone. For everyone. I don't think that's the sole solution. Most no. of the electricity is. I would love an electric car, though. Yeah, Zip it along. This has been an interesting discussion uh, because we've been analyzing our humor. And so I think at points we went long periods of time without making any jokes because it was hard to analyze jokes and then also make jokes. Super so, meta. Yeah. So I think once we get back to regularly scheduled programming after this episode, <laughs> we'll all be a little bit more chipper and a lot less serious. But. As an audience, you will have to expect some sort of a satire coming from us about podcast listeners. Ooh. 
oh, about podcast we could listeners? do. Oh, you're talking about that oh, podcast idea about how we about do an entire podcast. Do an entire podcast. Using tropes from yes. podcasts, but not actually. That would kind of be satirical. Substance. Yeah. Kind of. There's a new movie so. out that is satirical oh. um, called, shoot, it's with the cliff monsters. You know what I'm talking about? The bubble. Oh, like, oh the bubble. It's called the, the bubble. bubble. It's about uh, uh, people making a movie. Wasn't good. Stuck Did you watch in, it? Uh, no, we haven't. I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I've, I haven't. It wasn't good, but that's because I, I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. So listen no, no, to I our previous heard that podcast it wasn't that about how that affects me. It, seems like, it <laughs> sounds like the humor in that movie is like very all over the place. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Um, but Karen Gillan is in it from yes, Doctor Who. And, and I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Every actor Nebula. in that movie Nebula. I know. So yes, it's true. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of it's that's, a big high quality you, cast. Or for for a humor for a humor movie, for a comedy mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um it has a lot of a lot of like it kind of feels like those movies that they did in again in the late nineties, early two thousands, those like spoof movies where mm-hmm. it was like there was like 500 came out and they did one that was like meet the Spartans. Yeah. And it was just a whole bunch of like a large scary movie actors and, or the scary yeah, movies yeah. or whatever that I would like, I would never watch in a million years. They just look so bad. Mm-hmm. But there's like people they that love that so kind bad. of humor. And, and I was just like, how, yeah. how do people find this funny? And I think that people didn't find it funny. They just found it like stupid enough to rewatch. They were just like, this was dumb and I will rewatch it. <laughs> well, that's how I felt about Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I didn't like it. Not your kind oh of humor. Everyone talked about it. Like we came back to Canada and everyone was like, you have to see this movie, Napoleon Dynamite. It's amazing. <laughs> it's not amazing. <laughs> Tater tots. It's so ridiculous. It's so bad. That's a Canadian we, sound We like. watched through like, <laughs> I think probably 45 minutes of it. We couldn't, we just couldn't finish it. Me it's, and my it's tough to get through. I what? won't disagree you. haven't you. finished Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but I have a signed copy what sitting a, on my shelf. What a good Canadian. Canadian accent yeah. you just yeah. used. Thank you. My <laughs> <laughs> my one of my best friends in high school Sorry. and watched Napoleon Dynamite, didn't laugh yeah. throughout the entire thing, looked at each other confused, and he was like, We have to watch it again. And so then we just watched it again immediately. And it was hilarious the second time. Because huh. we were just like the first time through, you're just like, I don't, I don't know what. I'm watching. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah. And you're then, expecting there to be a story structure and, and there it ends isn't. up being it ends up being like there a montage no of a of a person's life sort there, of. Over I have the tiger playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, but and you're it's just not like, oh, like an These are all separate montage. stories no. that are all kind of back to back to back. It's no, not they're one. all connected. Mm-hmm. They're well, the like same they are family. Yeah, but like yeah. they're connected, but but it's like that small town. It's like the more oh, that gosh. you watch of it or the more that you read of it, the more you start to understand about the the family um it like builds your knowledge of the town and then you there's like there's no you appreciate puns, it at the end. no but there's oh, moments <laughs> there's just these moments like the woman who who is getting sold the tupperware stuff and then he brings out a uh a ship in a bottle and he's like if you buy this much you can have this ship in the bottle and she's looking at the ship in the bottle and she's like oh I want that. <laughs> and so then she buys the Tupperware. And I think about that line all the time. I, I want that. I have a feeling. And sometimes I say it out loud. And you Chris do. Is like, I've, what? I've heard you say that. I have a feeling that that also has to do with like uh, corner gas style humor where if you didn't live in the 
prairies, you might not appreciate that style of humor as much. So these you're going for this perspective on like a small town, these kinds of people that are in this small town or whatever. And if you grew up in a small town, then you would appreciate it because you can identify with that. So good scenario or that setting. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we haven't even talked about memes, but I feel we're probably (laughs) reaching the end. I mean, we can talk about as much as we want and just cut it together. Well, we've, we've kind of run ourselves out of the ability to do quips. Ran aground. We just overanalyzed and dissected it. So now it's, now it feels unnatural to come up with. (laughs) Now it's just this thing that we've <laughs> left on the How table. How will we so ever be humorous? It's, it's, yeah. it's the end of our episode. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> um, that being said. <laughs> that being said, Chris is like, and now this is where I must say goodbye. This has been a wonderful 50 episodes. <laughs> done. And done. now I'm done. Now I'm done. <laughs> um, no, we'd love for you to keep listening with us as long as we keep doing this. Uh, we'll for sure try to ride out the next the year. 50. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I can't, I'm and not then gonna for our 100th episode, oh man, like it just has to be a comedy fest extravaganza at that point. At, at 100 we episodes. Have to, we have to hire in, we have to hire in the improv group. At 100 episodes, you could take one in. minute from every episode you'd already done and have a relatively long episode. That would be interesting. Oh my goodness. That Do you think a, you could you cut fill, a story together? Just cut all the one-liner jokes. <gasps> Chris, we're hilarious. Oh my goodness, Chris! Oh, no. You need to do, do not, this. No, I'm not. I'm not promising we're going to run till a uh, hundred episodes. Okay, not even a <laughs> hundred. You could do it with sixty and just one minute, one minute quips, one minute sections. Episode fifty one. Episode fifty one. It'd be the best hour of Housebound because it'd be all the funniest things. <laughs> <laughs> all or the things if you that could I make found a, the funniest. Or if you could make a story out of it somehow from oh, us man. just talking. That sounds like a big homework assignment. That, that sounds like a lot. But, of the, homework but if you go through and do. just get the good the good quips. The good quips. The good quips. We could just try. don't make them all Ashlyn. <laughs> They're not always. Add in a little bit of Greg. I have you talking toss, quite a bit in the You're talking just not being funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Greg Maybe. starts talking and then Ashlyn's like, Greg? Yeah. yeah. And then Greg finishes talking. Yeah. <laughs> and then we never forget. Essentially. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. No. Um, no, but but however many more episodes we do, please keep Thousands. listening with us. Uh, you can find us online at thehousebound.podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. If you feel like sending us a, a direct message or if you have the anchor.fm app, you can send us a private message through there. They cap it off at a minute. So send us multiple. To be quick. Or or just be quick. Yeah. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Tell us your favorite joke. That can oh, fit yeah. within a minute. Please do. Yeah. Oh, and if lovely. it's a knock-knock joke, even better. better if you've than gotten to this point in the episode and you didn't like get bored midway through. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please reply to us or DM us on on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and and, and favorite joke, favorite comedian, favorite joke, comedy, yeah, whatever. A but lead like, into something that you find hilarious. Yeah, um, brain teaser, riddle, whatever. Yeah, would love to engage with you on that. Not funny, riddles. Brain teasers are also not funny. Brain teasers are also not funny. Those are puzzles. We want a math joke homework. Or bust. Send us yeah. some math homework. It's yeah. hilarious. No. Math homework is also not funny. <laughs> But, um, yeah, reach out to us. Um, uh, I've said all of the ways that you can contact us. I don't think we usually say much else. Nope. So, yeah, that's been 
that's been our 50th episode. Mm-hmm. We Beautiful. we trust you joining, have guys. enjoyed it. We we hope you have Some of them it. have been quality episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Others? <laughs> yeah. Others have been a good use of time. <laughs> you were folding laundry while you were doing it. It wasn't a waste. You got something done. You got something done. Way or, to go, you. Or yeah. pulling off to the side of the road. Yeah. Or went and, for a walk with us. And Yeah. The outbound episode. That was great. Yeah. So we'll 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 have more for you in the future. <laughs> we'll do more. We'll do more. Do more, do more, better. more, better. more better. We're so sorry if this episode didn't live up to the hype. We'll do more better. Yeah. yeah. Um, Next time. Yeah. There's always next time. Unless we're dead. Unless, yeah. Very true. Polarized caps, guys. <laughs> <laughs>